Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. I woke up a while ago. It's like the middle of the night. Uh, and I got to thinking. <laughs> and then I got to thinking about what I was thinking about. And I wanted to talk about that. I wanted to talk about that thinking about what we're thinking about. Because they say that that is what we receive. We receive more of what we're thinking about. Kind of more about, and what we're thinking about sort of creates our, our general mood. I don't know if you've noticed that. It's sort of like um, what our general beliefs about something are. <laughs> Yesterday, I had asked my friend to meet me, and she had met me at um, at happy hour. We met over at happy hour, and I was... Um, she was telling me that out of nowhere, a guy from high school has contacted her. And she is all excited. They've been IMing on Facebook, you know, instant messenger. The funny part, you know, so she's asking me like all this advice. Well, does that mean he's into me that he, you know, contacted me on Facebook? And I'm like, I think so. <laughs> I think it does. I think it might mean he's into you, honey. <laughs> anyway, so they've been like texting and texting and texting over the last two days. And she is, is, um, she is one of my friends that is the least, like, I'm not going to say the least, but she doesn't really buy a lot of the things that I tell her. Uh, she doesn't buy what I tell her as that is like a synchronicity or that is mysticism or that is the universe talking to you. Um... And, and I, and I've actually talked about her quite a bit. She, even yesterday, she was saying really, really, really negative things about herself. And I was, I was trying, it's like I can hardly stand to hear it. These negative things about herself, you know, and then, you know, like, what guy is ever going to want me since, you know, she has like this whole list of things about herself that she thinks would be undesirable, that men would find undesirable about herself. And uh, so I was really excited that this guy has gotten with her. Um, and I, and I pointed out that that is what happens with God or, or, you know, what, however things come to be, which I don't believe there's any separation. I don't believe there's any distinction. 
it's like I see the way I put it is is that God is the the actual clay God is the creator and God is the finished product there's no it's all clay it's all made out of the the um same genetic I mean it's like made out of the same compounds but I just had this thought that not necessarily with the creator the creator could have different molecules right than clay I just had this thought and you know that's a whole other thing that absolutely everything I could say could be incorrect I say things that are you know a lot of them are just kind of theories but the weird part is is that I usually find them out out there somewhere I, I find the um the evidence for what I'm talking about out there as in as in um it'll come to me at a different source like a different place but I don't really believe like I said in original thought at this point nobody has any like I put forth the as ideas as ideas and the kind of stuff that just comes to me but it's not really my idea I'm just tapping into a a, a tank of ideas a um a field I guess they call it of consciousness infinite knowledge they may be one and the same I'm not sure I'm not sure if consciousness and infinite knowledge are the same thing are one and the same I don't know because it seems to me that consciousness itself is awareness and it doesn't even have to have any knowledge brought to it it's just sort of is Um, so they seem a little bit different to me, but I, I, I absolutely could be incorrect. <laughs> and so I felt like this was, you know, I did point out to her, you know, that, that this, this guy actually getting with her was, you know, like it was divinely inspired. It was like God kind of answering her prayer I said well how did this come to be about in your life like what did you you know until so we got to talking about that because I you know the difference between she and I is I am extremely deliberate I, I'm a lot more deliberate I I really understand that our thoughts created our reality I mean that is a a I I have this understanding about it and and my friend is a little bit less of a she well she doesn't necessarily buy into that idea she would would you know that life is just kind of happening and she's you know on the stream of life and i'm and i i believe that we have more to say about it um based on our thoughts and that and feelings and anyway (laughs) 
<laughs> so I'm laying here and I, I start to really think about, think about actually in particular my son. Uh, my son is, um, he's getting on to turning 18 very soon. And, but throughout his life, through actually all of my children's lives, they had a lot of freedom with me. They had an incredible amount of freedom with me. I, and I, I actually could not even tell how much I value freedom until as I've gotten older, I've really known that about myself. Uh, I remember one time I was on a train because I was a very, very, very nervous mother, um, which was part of the reason why I, for years, I had taken antidepressants because I was, I felt this incredible sense of responsibility for these children. And I really didn't want anything to happen to him, them. And I was on this train in um, Colorado by um, by uh, Durango. Uh, we we were visiting Durango, and we had gone to this train, and we were on this ride, and I was a nervous wreck. I was sitting on this this chain and I was really really nervous and I was like okay so what is what is really going on with me what is really going on with me is I don't want anything to happen to my children why don't I want anything to happen to my children because I don't want to grieve the loss of them I don't want to grieve the loss of them so basically I'm I'm in many ways I'm I'm kind of selfish I'm kind of selfish. I don't want to lose them. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know. And so ultimately it is, it, it, it was that. Um, and so I sort of realized a little bit of the selfishness in that. And it's not that I think we should, um, be reckless with our children. I'm not suggesting that, but it's very, very, you know, I think parents a lot of times really press upon their children um, their own ideas about things. Like, I think that they actually love their children. It's not that. It's just this, this, you have to be this certain way. You have to follow these certain rules. You have to, a case of the have to's with children. You know, it's, it's, you know, and, and in society, I always, you know, had this thought of it because I really just sort of took my children, you know, with me. And I remember, um, like, taking them in stores and having having store owners really look at me kind of funny, you know, and and 
like, like that my children were not always behaving properly and they were looking at things. They were looking at things, but so do adults. But there was something different about a child looking at it. I mean, a child could, you know, theoretically break something, right? But so could an adult. But there was this, there was this thing about children, you know, and controlling them. Your children are just out of control, right? You know, and I remember, I remember people actually saying to me, you know, or saying to other people, (laughs) ironically, I'm thinking about like, I had this lawyer at one point and he was telling me that somebody had seen me at a restaurant and they said, you know, they said some compliment about me and then, and then she's, and then this guy said, but her kids were just completely out of control. I had children that were really, really, really active, all three of them were very, very active in their own way as, as children. And so as best as I could, I allowed them to kind of wiggle. I did not expect them to stay still and never look backward in church. Like I had been told. And so it, it becomes kind of like really, really challenging as they get older. And like, I, sometimes lately I've been just sort of walking into my son's room and saying, you know, I just, I really appreciate who you are. And like one of the things I appreciate is that my son isn't into drugs. I appreciate that he's not into drugs. I mean, just that I'm like, I, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate that. You know, that you don't do drugs. And and the effect that drugs have on people's lives. How how addiction to a drug changes a person and changes the trajectory of their life. They're considerably more likely to be incarcerated because of drugs and and it and it while under the influence we behave in ways that are not healthy and so i you know and i and i i, I kind of talked to my children about it but like, I haven't, like, harped on it. I mean, there's nothing that I've been, like, absolutely don't do that, you know? Um, and then, like, the sex talk. Sex was a really challenging thing for me to talk to my children about. It is, it's like, if you really think about it, it is really a strange act. <laughs> It's kind of a weird thing, right? Like, you know, and sometimes I actually will sit and actually have thoughts about, about how this idea, like, of organic, like, or, 
like organic, like, I don't know, and how bizarre it all is. How, like, sex is kind of bizarre, like, an, of an act, like, you, you, like, touch another person and make them feel good, you know, or you rub body parts together and it makes both of you feel good at the same time, and it's just, it's just kind of this, and it's part of life. In fact, it's a pretty big part of life. This desire to to feel good in that way. Um, and, but then, you know, and then, like, the way that we, like, and then we have a baby inside of us and then a woman gives birth there that is a really weird thing like when you really like sit and you like the cells in in like the sperm and the egg and the cells and it makes a baby and then this baby gestates in a woman and her body and then you know it's just the weirdest thing and we have absolutely no control over it. I mean, in a sense, like, like I mean, we have birth control, of course, but like, um, we don't have like we don't make a baby. A baby forms. Just the cells. It's like life just wants to be. It wants to live. A life wants to come to this time in this space in this reality and that's how my children entered the world was through my vessel my body and when I like actually like think about this stuff it is so weird like honestly I just I just like I can't comprehend it it's just the most bizarre thing so I just like give it up I'm like what is the point of me <laughs> toying with these thoughts but anyway like and so I'm like how do I explain this to children because I'm I'm not a fundamentalist Christian I'm not a I'm not a practicing Catholic I personally do not take I don't believe in the Bible literally I don't believe that the Bible is the literal word of God. I believe that there are parts of it that are really, really, really meaningful. Uh, but I do not, I do not have the same respect for the laws and rules of the Bible that the Christian community has at large. And so I would not be a person who believes that a person should necessarily wait for marriage to have sex. However, I also believe that it is an incredibly powerful act and should be reserved for very significant people. Because like I've shared in previous podcasts, I, I wonder if in the act of sex, if we are actually sharing energy that will be forever stored in the cells of our body. And so 
Do you really want to share energy with that person? As long as you were in your body. And so be very, very, very careful who you get intimate with. And I'm also, I'm also like this, I'm, I'm really, I'm really kind of, um, and it's none of my business and this isn't really a judgment, like, and you know, <laughs> because I would be one, it's like, I don't believe in hell. I don't believe in hell. I think that it is a really, really primitive concept that was created to to control people if and if there is a hell I believe that it, it like in the sense that it has to do with us and it doesn't have to do with God because we can in our mind create a hellish state or and I'm not entirely sure what happens after we leave our body I I think I think I've heard it you know that people will create their afterlife just like they create their life here. And so if a person thinks they're going to help, perhaps they will create a hellish state in the next life. Um, but do I believe that God created a place to put people, bad people? No, I don't. I don't believe in that concept. So, um, <laughs> So I actually think that a nice thing is to be nice for goodness, to be good for goodness sake, not to be good because we're afraid of hell or we should be afraid of hell. I don't believe in being good for that reason. I think that goodness is a, just a good thing just for the sake of being good. And a person who, who is a kind person is going to have an an emphatically different experience than a person who's kind of a hateful person and goes around in a hateful way. I think we experience life through the lens of kind of who we become or who we are. And so and so I wouldn't be one that would teach my children, you know, you're going to go to hell if you have sex before marriage or I, I never told my children they were going to hell for anything ever. So I didn't have that. Um, I, I taught my children by example. These are the things that I value. These are my values. I value truthfulness. I value devotion. I devout, you know, I real like loving another person, taking care of people around you, being a kind person, taking care of the environment. Um, not really taking more than you like, you know, not being gluttonous where, you know, if there's a certain amount, you want to take all of them, leave none for nobody else. They're all mine. You know, I don't believe in that value. Um, and so these are the values that I have shared with my, with my children, and they've actually turned out like really great people. 
I see my son like really do like amazing things. Like he just, he's just a nice person. He, he, uh, actually, um, tutors a lot of people. He helps a lot of people and like, um, and he's been doing this for years. I think that he's most known at school. Cause I asked him, I said, I said, so son, are you known for being a, a jock or a, a nerd or, or like, and I also have used the word rich because his dad is, is really wealthy. So I'm like, so what are you known for at school? And, um, and he goes, well, I think I'm most known for like being a nerd. Um, but I'm like cracking up because he's got like, um, <laughs> all of these, <laughs> all of these, qualities about him but he's really a nice guy too on top of it all so he's kind of you know the sweet nerdy um and he's extremely good looking I'm sorry I know I'm completely biased but I'm like holy crap when I like he's a really really nice looking young man on top of it all so I'm like what do people think you are um but so in the middle of the night, I woke up because I, I have some like stuff that I'm concerned about and, and the freedom for him to just do what he wants. And so he really, really, really likes to game. He plays games and he, he plays with his friends and I think he has gaming buddies and this and that. And so he will spend like, we're running out of internet data this month, which means that he's been really, really gaming a lot. And normally we run out of data like later in the month, but we still have like 11 days and, and we are at 75% of our used data. And then, and then the, the internet box is in his bedroom. And so basically I, I concern myself with the cell phone and the data box and computer, everything being in his actual physical space because I'm concerned about his physical health. <clears throat> and I get concerned about it also for myself. Um, there have been a uh, talk there's been this talk like okay so there's this guy named Batar I had spoken about him probably a year ago about um he did a an interview with London Real and his bigger thing was the 5G so he and David Icke are talking about this 5G and it's called fifth generation. That's why it's 5G. I, I learned that recently. Fifth generation of Wi-Fi. And so they're putting up all these Wi-Fi towers. And they were finding that like, um, and I'm going to say stuff and I could be completely wrong. This is my recollection. Is, is that there were incidences, higher incidences of covid after they put up these Wi-Fi towers. So there's kind of this, these conspiracy theories that actually it's 
it's sort of this combination of of the vax the the supposed virus the 5g and this and this um vaccination somehow they're all interconnected or to have us looking at the virus as they're putting up and rolling out this 5g plan throughout the planet and the 5g affecting our 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 physicality our physical function our body our you know our breathing our the air changing the air i mean it, there's some people that are very very concerned about it and so um and i've been a little bit like i'm not i'm not really sure what to think I'm not really sure what to think. I mean, I'm still one of these that I'm not really sure about a microwave ovens because I would be one that would have some kind of understanding that it changes the molecular molecular structure of the food. But then I'm like, but does an oven, does raising the temperature of it change it as well? And what's worse? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, is it better for us to eat absolutely everything raw? I'm sure it is. But, like, I can't imagine not frying an egg or... I mean, you you have to bake bread. I, I mean, I don't know. So, um... So, I don't, I don't know what's going on, and I'm willing to to like just just not the verdict is out on that for me I, I don't know I don't know what's going on I do know that there is just so much information out there that I I'm happy to kind of tune it out and focus only on my little my little projects that I have going um but as far as like my son I do have concern about that and so that's what I was thinking about so I woke up I wake up and I'm and I'm laying in bed and I'm thinking about you know basically his health like I don't want anything happening to him and especially from some kind of negligence of mine that I just neg- negligently let him do something and I, I do point things out to him but ultimately it's up to him I do point things out I say things to him like I think you're gaming too much or you know and then I've noticed that our kids like if they're not gaming they're still on their on their electronics like watching YouTubes or or TikToks or whatever and I I have no room to stand on with that one because I spend a lot of time doing those things too (laughs) I really do I'm just going to admit that 
Um, so, but I, um, I think for me, like one of the things is, is I just love information so much that I, that I like just spend an exorbitant amount of time just soaking it up, (laughs) just learning new things. And, um, but anyway, it's just sort of a, a different take on freedom that um, I think that it's incredibly tricky. You know, I remember like, like, <laughs> I remember a colleague of mine once, we were talking about this. She had a stepson. And to me, she was like really kind of controlling and her stepson was like in trouble a lot it seemed like and 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 actually and then I had found out later and like none of this was really my business but I found out later that she and her husband had separate accounts like or that she was in control of their money like and I I sort of, like, it was really kind of, like, I don't necessarily believe in, like, somebody just being in control in a relationship, whether it be a parent or a spouse. It's like, I have this term, I don't want to wear the pants, I just want to share them. Like, I don't want them to be in control, I don't want to be in control, I can't we work together you know and and there may be some things that I that I have to do and override you know because I don't want this person to like just completely fall off a cliff but um ultimately you know I just don't know that we have the the say or or should have the say over people to even like really know what's best for them and and I'm speaking this is completely an opinion like like most of what I say I mean some of my my opinions are kind of um taken a little bit more from experience and things I've read but so it's it's incredibly tricky and then she my colleague had said well you know don't you basically it's like she was like don't you like um I don't know how she worded it but my my was like so you so I'm supposed to have I'm supposed to take just take complete control over another person you know and I and I feel like you know like the Christianity in general really really promotes this uh they really promote parents control over their children and it, and to the point where they they promote corporal punishment and spanking with like spatulas so you'll get spanked with a spatula and if you don't spank your children 
you are you are basically a bad parent you are not teaching them the ways of god if you do not spank them with spatulas with something a belt whatever you know and and they are brought up in the ways of the lord they're brought up god's way um and these are with like biblical principles and and so um and they are brought up to believe in a literal interpretation of the bible and so and and I'm going to say also their 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 preacher and then their parents interpretation of the bible and so this is right and this is wrong and if you do this this way you will go to hell and so there is a whole group of people who have been raised this way and I don't think it's just true for Christianity I think there are other religions that may be equally dogmatic in their in their upbringing of their children and the ways that you're supposed to be I'm not entirely sure that um, well they got their own set I mean if you look at uh, <laughs> I was thinking of the Hindu religion but like if you look at Hindu like you aren't even allowed to marry who you want to like there are some parts of India where they still have arranged marriages and so I'm you know that's fairly controlling you know <laughs> I've been <laughs> I've been hearing about like Indian parents and how they're just like you know it's like oh mom I want to be a I want to be an artist and they're like what you can't do that you won't make any money blah 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 blah, blah. you know um for better or worse it could be that Indian parents are pretty controlling so I'm just going to go through and say that there are a whole lot of groups of people, parents, who are believe that you like steer a child very strictly into becoming the person you want them to be. And I would say that I I really never believed in that. I believed more so in raising a child by example that they were my children were going to follow me me more by what I stood for and by my love for them and I was actually laughed at by my family members about that I said someday he will be motivated by his love for me and she just my sister just laughed at me as if it was the most ridiculous thing she'd ever heard. But honestly, I feel like the proof is in the pudding in the sense that I have really, really, really genuinely nice, well-accomplished, amazing children. <laughs> I really do. And I know that it is partly their genetics, but I'm, I'm just so incredibly proud of them. And so... That's what I was thinking about. I was thinking about my son and 
and and then I was thinking I do not want to stay on the topic about anything happening to him that would not be favorable you know it's like sometimes I it's like I cannot even imagine my children older and in a way they have not gotten to that point yet every single every single moment of our lives is in in essence in a way completely brand new and so and so it's like so exciting to watch what they will become you know what's going to happen what choices are you going to make you know for a happy happy life and to choose happiness and basically i i just want to make sure that i am providing the an environment enough of an environment for that success <laughs> but anyway rambling ramble 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 that's what i do best anyway I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.